You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, Around Atlanta edition. Showcasing the best of Metro Atlanta, our communities, the attractions, and the special events that make Atlanta great. Welcome to our virtual town square. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning and welcome back to the Around Atlanta, literally the Around Atlanta edition. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Carol Morgan. Carol, boy, we uh, celebrated our eighth anniversary of the show last month. Back then, we barely talked about the Atlanta Beltline. Nowadays, every builder, every community is talking about how close its access is. <laughs> Beltline has absolutely changed the nature of our conversations on this show. It's been so much fun to watch this thing unfold and develop it, and there's still a lot of neat stuff coming. We're going to be joined today by Jenny Odom, the Communications and Media Relations Manager with Atlanta Beltline, Inc. Jenny, welcome back. Thanks so much for having me. Good to have you. I'm looking forward to diving in this conversation. A lot of neat stuff happening with the Beltline. But before we do that, remind the audience a bit about you and your background. Sure. So I have been with the Beltline for about seven and a half years and volunteered for about five or six years before that. I am an Atlanta native, moved away and moved back and fell in love with the project and kind of hung around until they hired me. That is a great strategy. Yeah, yeah. Well, Give us a brief overview of the Atlanta Beltline. You know, what is it? How large is it? When did it start? When will it be completed? All the fun stuff. Sure. So the Atlanta Beltline is a planned project of 22 miles of light rail transit, 33 miles of trails, and about 1,300 acres of parks. So the original vision came in 1999 with Ryan Gravel's thesis at Georgia Tech and grew into official organizations in 2005 with the Atlanta Beltline Partnership and 2006 with Atlanta Beltline, Inc., and since then, we've been working on bringing those elements to reality. We've added in a lot of elements since then, um, things that were baked into the project from the beginning, such as affordable housing and economic development. And we've added on things like Art on the Atlanta Beltline, which is now the South's largest exhibition of its kind. That's cool. That is such a cool part of this. So right now, we have five trails and seven parks that are open. We have about 11 miles of paved trails, and they're in all parts of town. So I encourage you to get out and check it out. Beltline.org backslash map is a great place to start. It's an interactive map, so you can turn layers on and off, see what's open, and see how to get places. Oh, that's fantastic. That's very, very cool. All right, well, this is going to take us about an hour to go through this next <laughs> question, but uh, there have been lots of improvements. So let's dive in and figure out where we're going next. Sure. So we were really excited this past summer to complete the East Side Trail in its three-mile entirety from Monroe Drive in Midtown down to Memorial Drive. And what we're working on next with the East Side Trail is actually going back and on the original two-mile stretch starting construction on lighting this month. So that's going to be exciting to see that be illuminated. All of our trails since that one have had lighting and security cameras. That original two-mile stretch has had security cameras. The Beltline is patrolled by a special division of the Atlanta Police Department called the Path Force Unit. So but we're upgrading security cameras. So excited to see that really popular stretch be lighted. That's fantastic. Yeah. We also have our Northeast Trail, which is north of the East Side Trail, going into construction on a middle segment and other segments are under design right now. So the stretch behind Ansley Mall will be closed and going into construction now. What about the South Side Trail? Is, uh, do I hear that that's uh, opening uh, like an interim That's basis? right. Walk us through that. 
So this past year, we opened up the South Side Trail, which is a four-mile stretch connecting the existing East Side Trail, which is paved, to the West Side Trail, which is paved, and connecting a lot of neighborhoods in South Atlanta. And we are thrilled to have that open and available. There are 11 access points, four of which are ADA accessible to get up and up or down or onto the old railroad corridor. It is unpaved. It is graded railroad gravel. So it is an urban adventure, (laughs) but it's really, really cool to get out. I mean, a lot of people, when they get out on the East Side Trail or the West Side Trail for the first time, it kind of blows their minds to see how you can connect neighborhoods like this. Yeah. And the South Side neighbors have known this for a long time because they've seen the Beltline and they've been waiting for this. So they're really excited to see this open now. But the railroad has historically been such a dividing line between neighborhoods. I mean, between police zones, mail routes, school districts, um, socioeconomic statuses. I mean, all these things are being reunited by the Beltline coming through these neighborhoods. And that's a really critical thing with the South Side Trails, connecting west to east and reuniting neighborhoods across the tracks, so to speak. To me, that's the best part about this whole thing is the connection of these neighborhoods and kind of bringing, making the world of Atlanta a little bit smaller and tighter. That's what I love most about it. It's great. And you get out there and you see all kinds of folks. All kinds of mm-hmm. folks. So what's the timetable on the South Side? I mean, is it ultimately going to be paved? Yes. Okay. So this year, we're going to start construction on the first mile segment. So for funding purposes, we decided to break this trail down into segments. Each of our previous segments we've done at one time. So the East Side Trail was two miles. West Side Trail was three miles. But this being four miles is a really big chunk. Yeah. So in order to keep a few miles open in an interim state and accessible to neighbors. We're going to close down one mile on the western side and start construction on that this fall. Okay. Or really by the end of the year, I should say. And that will connect three new and emerging job centers at Lee and White on the West Side Trail, uh, Murphy Crossing, which we're going to be working on developing at Atlanta Beltline Inc., and then Pittsburgh Yards, which is under construction now by Annie E. Casey Foundation. Now, I understand that one of your projects just had a 10-year anniversary. That's correct. It's very exciting. Tell us about that. So art on the Atlanta Beltline got started 10 years ago, and we are thrilled that this is our, I mean, such a great milestone anniversary. This public art project started as a way to get people out and exploring the Beltline before any concrete was laid on the mainline trails. So you're talking about old railroad tracks, railroad gravel, very, very urban exploration, right? So you get out there and you, and now you, I mean, it's full of murals and sculptures and performances and people have, they just see it as part of the Atlanta Beltline experience. And we have had this past weekend, we had Beltline After Dark on the West Side Trail, which was a series of performances. And that included pop-ups along the trails, underneath overpasses, performances in green spaces and in the parks. I mean, it was a whole variety of things. And that was in conjunction with Music in the Park and Kebby Williams and a whole bunch of our Art on the Atlanta Beltline artists. That's my second favorite thing about Beltline. Your second favorite thing? (laughs) Is all that cool stuff. We were talking about all the trails. Uh, did, did I hear correctly that the Northeast Trail is now in design phase? Yes. So wow. the Northeast Trail is unique in that we've been working with Georgia Power because they Ooh. have a transmission line that runs across the trail. So they had to relocate their transmission line. And as part of that work, they're now going to pave that section of the trail. And then north of it, going up from basically Ansley Park to Lindbergh Marta Station, and then south from Piedmont Park's Northwoods down to the paved northern end of the East Side Trail. Those two segments are in design. And then, I mean, hopefully we'll get them into construction as soon as we can get funding. 
Mm. We're always looking at funding. Oh, yeah. yeah. And actually, that's probably important to talk about. What, what do you mean by funding? I mean, is this, I mean, are you fundraising through government grants? Or are you looking at, at individual donations, all of the above? What does that process actually look like? All of the above. Yeah. So as Atlanta Beltline Inc., we fall under Invest Atlanta and the city of Atlanta. So we're looking at a lot of those federal sources, um, local sources, grants. Our biggest, one third of our funding comes from our tax allocation district, with which we partner with city of Atlanta, Atlanta Public Schools and Fulton County on. And then our nonprofit arm, which is the Atlanta Beltline Partnership, they're a 501c3 and they focus on that private donation side. So they're focusing on corporate and philanthropic donations, but also individuals. People can join the Atlanta Beltline. They can become a supporter. And we highly encourage that. I bet you do. (laughs) We need a lot of funding to make it happen. Well, and as we talked earlier about how this is tying the community together, this is another great way to kind of be a part of this community by being a, a donor and supporter of this. It's great stuff. Ty Pennington here for Jackson EMC. Did you know installing LED lighting will reduce your energy bill? On average, LED bulbs use up to 75% less energy than other bulbs. And LED bulbs last longer so you don't have to change them as often. Taking small steps toward energy-efficient living will add value, comfort, and savings to your home. Energy-efficient living is about doing more while consuming less. For more energy-saving tips, visit jacksonemc.com. So I heard I was getting ourselves ready to record, and I heard you and Carol talking before we went live. Someone mentioned affordable housing. What does that have to do with the Atlanta Beltline? So we realized, or I should say the creators of the Atlanta Beltline legislation realized the impact that a project of this magnitude could have on Atlanta. We anticipate this being a legacy project for the city, and that is in job creation and transit and in housing. In order to justify transit, you need density. Right. So you need connections to jobs, but you need affordability baked in there. So all those transit jobs and housing all contribute to the affordability factor. We have a goal of 28,000 units of housing around mm-hmm. the Beltline to create that density needed for transit. The original legislation calls for 20% of that to be affordable, which is where we get the magic number 5,600 that you probably hear a lot. Mm-hmm. So today we have created just over 2,600 units of affordable housing within walking distance of the Atlanta Beltline. And that is created or preserved and with a number of partners that work on this. I mean, we're working with the Mm -hmm. city and with housing agencies that do this. You know, this is what they do every single day. So we're excited to have that. We have over 900 affordable units that are in the pipeline. That means there are projects that are on their way to closing. And then there are projects that fall outside of our tax allocation district, but can be right next to the Beltline that are providing affordability. So really, the affordability needs to be much, the number needs to be a lot higher. The need is a lot greater. And we're looking to meet that in any way we can and are grateful to the partners that we work with. Yeah, no, that's exciting. Such a hot topic too, because, you know, affordable housing and housing affordability, you know, kind of mean slightly different things. And the Beltline, I think it already is a legacy project, you know, has increased land values around it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, I guess the one thing you see in the news are the, you know, the very expensive houses around the Beltline, which is, you know, trying to figure out that secret sauce so that you get the expensive and you get the middle range and you get the affordable too, so that everybody can enjoy the Beltline because that's really what it's all about. Exactly. That mixed income approach is really mm-hmm. important. You're not sticking all the affordable units in one place, right? right? It's all right. mixed together. Right. And people often ask us, well, what, is, what does affordability mean? Well, affordability means that no more than 30% of a household's income goes towards housing. 
but that includes utilities. Right. It includes your rent. I mean, obviously it includes your rent and your mortgage, but then it includes property taxes and insurance and anything mm-hmm. else you have to cover with that. And all of a sudden that's adding up really quickly. So if you're making $40,000 a year, then you shouldn't be spending more than $1,000 a month. And that's all really hard things. And that's to really do. hard in Atlanta. And so we're, that's why we're so focused on affordability near the Beltline, because we want this to be an amenity for the people that are already living next to the Beltline. Right. They right. deserve Absolutely. it. They need it. So we're focused on keeping legacy residents in their home. And that's where the Atlanta Beltline Partnership does a lot of work, too, with homeowner empowerment. Right. They have workshops. We have an 87-page resource guide on our website at beltline.org backslash housing. It's a huge tool. We're also focused on legacy businesses and keeping businesses that have been near the Beltline, keeping them in place and keeping them affordable and able to take advantage of this influx of people coming Mm -hmm. along the Beltline. Mm -hmm. I I imagine you've probably had to look into some creative rezoning too, because you know how Atlanta is typically and historically zoned isn't to mix prices. It's very polarized. So that's something that I see lots of our home builder clients working on and working with cities and working in these public private partnerships to try to, you know, address that and to have a mix of product types so that everybody can live where they want to live. That's correct. We have a community engagement and planning department and our senior community planner works on that every day. Yep. So the other thing with the Atlanta Beltline being old railroad corridor is you have a lot of industrial properties alongside, mm-hmm. which gives a lot of great opportunity for redevelopment, but also needs to be rezoned. Correct. So we've even looked at a combined zoning class, a new zoning class to be along the Beltline that is a mix of residential and light industrial. Ooh, I like that. Very creative. Well, I, I like creative so. solutions. Yes, absolutely. So there's more than just plowing a path and paving it. I mean, this is there's a lot of intricacy behind this. And so you know, one of the things I'm most anxious about is when it's done. Uh, how amazing is that going to be? Uh, and I think we were talking pre-show that uh, there's a goal of around 2030 of having the, the complete vision of this thing. Con- and it's not that far away. No, it's Ten not. Ten years is not that. I mean, you think about it, which is very, very exciting. Any comment on that? I mean, where where it's going? Yes, as people say, time flies. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. creeps up on you. So 2030 is the magic date because that's when our tax allocation district, which provides a third of our funding, expires. And that pulls from property taxes around the Atlanta Beltline. We are working diligently towards that. We have acquired about 80% of the land we need to build transit, trail, and parks. So we'll continue towards that. We are also revisiting our strategic implementation plan, which we did several years ago. So we're updating that to say, okay, this is our path forward. So what's really exciting is we have control of about 14 miles from Lindbergh Marta Station around to just north of Washington Park on the west side. So we're actually, we've made land purchases in the past couple of years that have enabled us to not only make that kind of reverse J from Lindbergh on the northeast around to the west side, but now... Path Foundation is about to start construction on the West Side Beltline connector connecting West Side neighborhoods via a path into downtown by the George Royal Congress Center and the stadium. And then that can connect across town all the Ooh. way to the Stone Mountain Trail. So now you're starting to look at this real connectivity and this, you know, getting towards the loop. We'll continue working towards the Northwest. We have great relationships with property owners. At, you know, our real estate department stays very busy, but everyone's focused we are super focused on making it. this goal happen. Fantastic. And this final 10 years uh, is going to be an exciting time because it's 
I feel like others are going to be inspired by this and it's There are going to be add-ons, if you will, that mm-hmm. are just going to continue to make this thing even more amazing in terms of tying this community yeah. together. It's going to be so exciting to watch. I wish we had more time to dive into all this. Unfortunately, we're out of time for today. So Jenny, before I let you go, couple of things, please. Should people need to connect with you to ask questions? How do they find you? Where do they learn more about the general information on Beltline in terms of events and art on the Beltline? And then if they do want to get involved financially and help become a part of this thing, where do they go? So we just relaunched our website, which is very exciting. It is more mobile responsive and sort of acts like an app almost when you're on your mm-hmm. mobile or if you're on the on a computer. Either way, beltline.org. And within there, you'll find a tab for Get Involved. That's a way to find all of our community meetings, all the ways you can donate, all the ways you can participate as a volunteer. Art.beltline.org is our art website. So we encourage you guys to reach out to us. There's a contact us form. You'll find my colleagues and myself listed there should you need anything. And didn't you say something about a new mobile site earlier? That's it. Yeah, yeah that's so it. That, okay. That's, uh, we, what we did with our website is instead of having a separate app is really make it mobile responsive so it can kind of Excellent. Like Outstanding. Jenny Odom, Communications and Media Relations Manager with Atlanta Beltline, Inc. Jenny, as always, great to have you. Thanks so much for what you all are doing for this community, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. All right. Well, that wraps this week's Around Atlanta edition. On behalf of my co-host, Carol Morgan, I am Todd Schnick. That's all the time we have today. Thank you for tuning in and listening, and we'll look forward to seeing you again right here next week. We'll see you then. Today's episode was made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite real estate blog, and source for real estate news, trends, new home communities, model homes, builders, and more. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, Contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your podcast or iTunes app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show.